But we're talking Canada being golden again in women's hockey at the Olympics. Always a moment of intense pride for the country. I'm sure many of us watched the game. I watched the end of the game last night. I was on air for most of it, but got to see the win. We're talking a bit about parity in the game, too, because that came up again today. And welcoming or joining me now is Lisa Haley, head coach of the Ryerson Rams women's hockey team and senior VP of hockey operations for the Premier Hockey Federation. Lisa, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Well, thanks very much. I'm happy to be here. So this has come up again, and, and I know it's something you've probably watched from uh, over the years, this idea of parity and somehow that, you know, that other teams, other countries aren't catching up to Canada and the U.S. quickly enough. But I felt like we saw some pretty decent games at the Olympics this year that other countries are starting to make some advances. You know, I definitely agree with you. And I think if we just look back to the World Championships that were just hosted uh, in August, there were there was a lot of parity throughout the entire tournament, uh, a lot of close games. And um, I, I think the Olympic years don't need to be looked at with a different lens just because Canada and the USA, they centralize their teams. They, they use a residential program where their athletes are training together the entire time. They're, they're playing together. They, they gain a lot of game experience. And I think uh, just looking at where uh, the level of play was in August and how small the gap was between Canada, USA and the other teams, and then seeing where they are a short time later, just six months later in February, the difference that that makes. Um, so I do think at the Olympics this year, you could really see the benefit of those athletes playing together at a high level, playing against uh, competition as good or better than them the entire way through. And uh, how Canada and the USA were just able to pull ahead of the other countries that so far haven't been able to, to have those types of resources within their national federations. From your standpoint, how beneficial would it be to see other teams start to at least be in the picture when it comes to, you know, maybe a surprise, um, you know, a, a final or, or, you know, have a, have a couple of teams like the Finlands start to sneak up on Canada and the U.S.? Well, you know, they, I think the Finns are done sneaking up. Uh, they they legitimately <laughs> uh, had a, a very good chance of being gold medalists at uh, the, the World Championships, the last one before the pandemic. I mean, it came down to a controversial decision by a referee on a, a winning goal by the by the Finns. So um, they are there in those three years of the quad. It's that fourth year that I think uh, is the real separator right now. And that's where I, I believe that the best players in the world do need to be playing in, in an organized league so that they can all elevate their games. Um, I just think it helps uh, the federations around the world to be that much more competitive 365 days a year and not just three years out of four. Um Lisa, you'll know the answer to this. So for listeners who aren't familiar with what's been happening, where are we at now with a, with a professional women's league in terms of one that everyone will be happy to play in? Uh, you know, I, I definitely know one side of the story extremely well. I've been involved with the PHF yeah. now uh, for just over uh, about a year and a half uh, in various capacities, but definitely have been in the front lines for the past uh, 11 months and seen the tremendous growth that the league has made and the stability that it's gained in terms of uh, the financial resources, the the sport business uh, experience by our commissioner tied to Minia. I think a lot of the critical pieces are there. I think uh, the commitments there from uh, independent ownership and knowing that players need health benefits, they need livable wages. Um, I think those, uh, a lot of the, the ingredients are there now and it's just trying to find um, the recipe to do so. So I think we're extremely close. I think uh, the right heads have to get together and we're, we're going to be able to push this across the finish line. And I'm quite optimistic, to be honest. Because we have seen, for instance, in Europe, where women's soccer has suddenly become very popular and you see a lot of teams you know, promoting their women's teams. And you always think, well, wouldn't it be great if that would happen here uh, with hockey? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I'll be interested to know the viewership of last night's gold medal game, despite the fact that it was on in the wee hours. 
of the night. I, I know I personally stayed up to watch it live. I may be uh, very entrenched in the women's game, and, and that might not be a good example. But I know many people were really looking forward to this as their highlight of the Olympics. So uh, you, you can see the market is there. I think uh, some tremendous growth in some other team sports in the women's profession in North America are starting to take off. And uh, I think women's hockey is is long overdue for this. And as I said, I, I'm really hopeful. I think we're quite close. And yes, you're right. The examples are there in Europe with uh, regards to the professional women's soccer that's being played there and the fans that are coming out to support. If you don't get a chance to see it on mainstream media, it's really difficult to know how great the game is. And honestly, the platform we have is really once a year or, or once every four years at best for the sport of women's hockey. And it's just not enough. Because, I mean, I, I would think even watching a lot, you, I think building on the momentum must be really important. You're right. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's extremely important. I think this next six months to 12 months is is a very critical time. Um, I think our, our sport professionally is in a really, um, we've got, we've got the microphone right now and, and hopefully something can happen. I think, uh, if there, there's no better time than in the next six months to a year. So, um, I continue to be optimistic. I know there's a lot of hard work putting, being put in by everyone from all sides. I mean, there's no question that every athlete that was at the Olympics competing in women's hockey would like to see, um, an opportunity to, to do this for a living. So, um, again, everyone has the right intentions. It's just finding out the right recipe. The ingredients are definitely there. Lisa Haley, thank you so much for your insight on this tonight. My pleasure. Have a good evening.